0: On the Loyal Littles podcast.
1: Well, I was going to say, I could see a mockumentary about a Dairy Queen specifically. Oh, yeah. You got the hardcore boss that makes you put the dime in the cup every time you drop the the ice cream. You got the one person that's just there on their phone all day because they don't care about the job. You got the other person who's like the Dwight Schrute of the office, you know, like that takes it so seriously because he wants to be manager someday. I
2: think we need to get Greg Garcia on the phone. Yeah.
1: Got to get him on the podcast first. Yeah, right. Can't even do that. Are you kidding Come on, Greg. Get on the show. (laughs) No, he'll always be episode zero to us. Happy
3: anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy
1: anniversary. Welcome back to the Loy Littles Podcast
0: on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck.
1: Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Happy anniversary, Roxy.
0: Happy anniversary, We have to Chuck. remember
1: that for the anniversary of the podcast as well. We do. Now, that was kind of for Ritz, because Ritz is the one that brought that. I mean, I'd seen it many times. Yeah. I just forgot about it. And I think he started singing it to us one time on an anniversary episode uh-huh. or something like that. Uh-huh. But yeah, so... So
0: this anniversary looks a lot different than the last two.
1: Very, very <laughs> different. Well, we've had two. This is our second.
0: This is our second year wedding anniversary. So we've only had
1: one anniversary.
0: Okay, you're right. We've only okay, had one I anniversary. Just, well, I wanted to make sure I didn't No, miss you're one. right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I realized well, that, that now. What, what was that? You're right. Okay, I just want to
1: make sure. Just want to make sure. Mark your calendars it little... It never happens. This <laughs> day in history. <laughs> <laughs> this one day. One time only. That's all you get. So yes, this past weekend was our anniversary. Yes. And... It was much different, much different. He's
0: still with me, littles.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? They're like, duh. If it was the other way around. They don't know. That's true, they don't know. (laughs) They don't know the things I know. Anyway, uh, we have a very special episode. This is going to be so much fun, I think, we think. Yeah. And kind of maybe a a little bit of a tradition. Yeah.
4: We'll see. We'll Mm -hmm. see what
1: happens. But if you remember last year we did a little thing with we had five mediocre minutes with the one and only Bill Isaacson. Yes. Episode 60. I believe it was called Who Needs Tooth for Cats.
0: Yeah, that's right, Chuck. <laughs>
1: I think. It is? Um, yep. Go listen to that episode. That was a great that's right around when we first started getting microphones. Yeah. And so that was a good time. And he tells some great stories. Don't forget, he's pretty good friends with, he is really good friends with Tony. Yep. And talks about text messages that were sent back and forth at certain times. And yeah. it's just it's a great listen. So He came on to do Five Mediocre Minutes last year Mm -hmm. and did a little mini newlywed game. Yep. And we thought maybe it would be fun to expand upon that. Huh? Okay. So let's just dive right into it, Roxy.
0: Okay, let's do it. First,
1: let's welcome back to the podcast with an added person, We're actually getting the lovely woman to whom he is related by marriage. Please welcome back to the podcast, Bill Isaacson. Hey, Bill, how's it going?
5: It's going great. Thanks very much. I'm here with she who I have been related to by marriage for 31 years. Wow. Wow. All so right. Both of us are very happy to be here for your second anniversary.
1: Oh, oh
0: thank you. Thank
1: you. Yeah, it's our second.
0: Yes. Roxy. Well, yes, I know. <laughs> I know.
1: Now, so <laughs> what is your introduce your wife to all the little's out there, the, the tiny. Yes, this she is Sophia McCrocklin, otherwise known
5: as com. Ah, <laughs>
1: perfect. Sophia, say hi to everyone. How are you doing?
6: Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much for inviting us. And congratulations on uh, year two. Ah, Thank you. Thank you
1: so much. Now, Littles, if that's what we gave you, that would be enough. Now, no, we don't have a monkey, but we have something (laughs) (laughs) better (laughs) than our Oh, my
4: gosh.
1: (laughs) Are you sure about that? (laughs) Please welcome back to the podcast, episode one, Claire Natola. (laughs) Hey, Claire, how's it
6: going? (laughs) Well, I'll try to live up to Reginald
1: if I can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Bill, this is all Bill's doing. He yes. thought this would be a fun idea, and it is. And he d- we did this a little bit last year, uh-huh. and we're going to do it again. But this year we actually have a host, Claire Natola. Yeah. So we're excited. So, Claire, hey. you have the questions, right? And you're going to give them to us, yes. and, we, and you already have our answers. So, now,
6: have we told the listeners what it is that we're doing? Uh, well, not
1: I guess not really. I mean, we're doing another version of the newlywed game, basically. Yes.
0: This yeah. time with yeah. two yeah. pairs of contestants. Yes. Not and, just one. Well, no, I mean. <laughs> and a host. Well,
1: he did the questions with his wife off air.
0: Oh, that's right. And he, that's was just, right.
1: he was just honest. At least we think he was. Right. We hope he was. <laughs> now we'll know.
5: And despite 30 years
1: of marriage, we barely won last year.
4: Uh,
0: yes, I remember that too. Yeah, <laughs> well, we
1: might have got a little... First-timers luck, there. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, all right. Well, Claire, let's get started. You take it away.
6: Sure, yeah. I mean, well, the reason, the only reason I agreed to do this is so I can advertise myself to the audience Absolutely. as being available as a future contestant if you get my drift. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start by asking the questions to the guys about the gals. Okay. Okay. All right, so, Bill, we asked Sophia, what is the one movie your spouse will always recommend to people? What do you think she said?
5: I would say, and I hope she said, the movie Local Hero, the Bill Foster movie with Peter Riegert and Burt Lancaster some years ago.
6: And Sophia, what did you say? I said Local Hero. Correct! Yay. Claire, you can confirm ding, ding, that. Ding, ding, ding.
1: We're already screwed, Roxy. Uh, yes, I
6: absolutely
0: can <laughs> confirm that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're already screwed, Roxy. I have we'll no see. Idea. We'll see. I have no, no. There's no way. There's too many.
0: <laughs> all right, just go. Let's
1: go. Uh, all right. I'm gonna gonna say I have so many movies, but I'm gonna say Yankee Doodle Dandy. See, I could see by your face she didn't pick it, but that's that's the movie. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> I said Field of Dreams. Oh, I would have never gotten
0: that. Oh, really?
1: Would have never gotten
0: that. Oh, two years. I mean, years. It's, it what is one of my favorite
1: movies, but yeah, that's okay. not.
0: That's okay. That
1: doesn't. Okay. All that's right, we all right. gotta play catch up now. So, so
5: our marriage has the current advantage. We're not in the same room, so we can see each other's faces when we
1: get.
4: To catch. <laughs> well,
1: well, that's okay. I mean, I, it was after the answer. I mean, she's not. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the fate of your marriage. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> true, true. I knew I should have said Porky's. I should have said oh. Porky's. I should have said American Pie. No. I should have said any of the other movies. But okay, all right, Claire. What's okay. next?
6: Question two for the guys. We ask your wives what is the weirdest birthday gift that you guys have ever given them. Bill, or what do you think Sophia's answer was? <sighs> now
1: I wish uh, I. I... I
5: I don't I yeah I don't remember a weird birthday gift other than
1: I mean where maybe we're was the maybe was the
5: year maybe it was the year when I came up with nothing.
1: Oh no,
6: forget <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, well, maybe you did.
4: Now you're fine. Yeah.
6: <laughs> so Sophia, I'm going to request that I read the answer that you sent me. Sure. She said, not sure. He usually gives me clothes or jewelry. Nothing too weird. Sorry. I think that you got it right, Well, to be honest.
1: (laughs) He said nothing. She said clothes and jewelry.
6: How is that? What's happening here? But she didn't... She didn't say that the clothes and jewelry were weird. She said that nothing was weird.
4: Yep. <laughs> anyway,
6: I, right. that may be the tiebreaker at the okay. end. Okay. Wait, we'll right.
5: rest- it could give you comfort for your marriage lasting.
1: Exactly. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think we have this. I think we I have know. this
0: one. Okay. Oh, go for it. Just gosh, go for it. Okay.
1: Well, here's the problem. I got a lot of shit for this when I gave it to her. Okay. But mm-hmm. it's what she wanted. So I thought. That's when I'm getting her. And it was a bowling ball.
0: Oh, you know, I almost said that. Oh, of course you did. But remember the year <laughs> you gave me a roll of gaff tape? And you thought it was, was a gag just gift? that was part of
1: the gift. But that wasn't like the <laughs> you gift. You
0: always give part of the gift. <sighs> oh. Yeah. I said yes, gaff tape. I got her a roll
1: of gaff tape because she wanted gaff tape. He for her meant tap it to shoes. be a
0: gag gift, but it was very useful. I use it for my tap shoes all the time. So you know, when it you wasn't buy... weird, but I guess it would be the weirdest thing of everything you've gotten me.
1: You know what it was? You know when you buy the kids these expensive gifts and then you get them a bunch of like dollar store stuff for like stocking stuffers yeah. and they end up playing with those all day instead of the gift you bought? That's exactly what that was. Right. Yeah. You're it's, talking it's... pretty fast now, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Uh, so I got news for you gaff tape is weirder than a bowling ball. Yeah. Especially oh, with asked a, for the bowling ball.
1: Well, again, the gaff tape was just a side kind of gag <laughs> gift. It wasn't the gift. The gift was she got Hamilton tickets. Right. That was the gift.
0: Right. Right. Moving on. <laughs> I'm
6: sorry. That's ridiculous.
1: It's a bowling ball. And I got her bowling shoes, too, just for the we record. You also
0: got me a rocking chair, which is and I love it. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right.
0: Okay, question three for
6: the fellas. We asked your wives, what is the one thing that your husband has that you'd love to get rid of? So, Bill, what do you think Sophia answered for what is the one thing that your spouse has that you'd love to get rid of?
5: I'm torn between two things, the things that she asked me to get rid of yesterday (laughs) and and the thing that's been in the marriage for the whole time. Let's go with the kitchen table.
6: And Sophia, your answer was? Answer, and I thought you would have chosen this the sloth. <laughs>
4: the what? The the sloth.
5: The
6: sloth. There's a, There's a yeah. big history behind the sloth.
5: <laughs> right. There's an etching of the sloth hidden in the third floor on a wall that I thought my children hated more than my wife, but now I've learned
6: something. <laughs> 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 and folks, this is S L O T H, in case yes. you're uh, wondering.
1: Okay. All yes. Right. yes. I'm going to have to Google that later, I guess. No. <laughs>
4: Do, do I have
6: to okay,
0: go now? So. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do.
1: I'm looking, I've been looking around the apartment. I'm trying to think of things. I mean, the only thing I can think of is softball equipment. That's the only thing I can think of because I have a ton of that.
0: Megan, your answer was? There I go. His old computers.
4: <laughs> what,
0: but I know they're useful. Yeah. So I'm trying to be kind about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes it, Yeah, okay. Did you throw away your old computer?
0: Not yet. Oh, I'm okay. still transferring. I, oh,
1: I see how it is. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Just want to make sure it's the story's right, Chuck, out there. The right. story's out there. Okay. All right.
6: So at the halfway point, we have. <laughs> we
1: suck. Bill and
6: Sophia point. in the lead, one to nothing, potentially two to nothing. That's yes. 1.5. We'll,
0: yeah.
6: we'll 1.5. see how it goes. Yeah. Right. Listen, I'm the host. Oh. <laughs> I get to judge the scoring. <laughs> Good okay. There. Good.
4: All right. You're doing great. <laughs> okay.
6: Moving on. So now. I'm going to ask the ladies to answer the following questions. Sophia and Roxy, the guys were asked, your spouse asks you to get fast food for dinner. Where do you stop? So Sophia, how do you think Bill answered that question? Your spouse asked you to get fast food for dinner. Where do you stop? So where does Bill think I would want fast food? Gosh, that's a tough one. We don't really have a go-to place for that. If it was takeout dinner, maybe it's not exactly fast food, but bucks. And Bill, your answer was?
5: My answer was to see if she really believed in me because I don't like this place very much. But if she asked me, that's where I would stop, Siam House.
6: Gotcha. Yep. And where is Siam House?
5: Siam House is on the corner of Porter and uh, Connecticut, near where the old Yenching Palace used to be.
6: And you're talking about Washington, D.C., for those listening I mean, around the yeah, country?
5: Yeah. Yes, yes. Where, where <laughs> the, well, we, the, tra- where the traffic chance. is terrible at that corner right now. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's right next door to the firehouse. It used to be Ivy's Place. I mean, got at least it. he didn't say Alley Cat,
1: right? I mean, so that's that's it. true.
0: Yeah. So, Roxy, what do you think,
6: Chuck? Roxy, answered?
1: we got this. Come on.
0: So my answer would be I'm torn between two things.
1: You're thinking too much into it, I think, personally. Okay,
0: but. the diner. Hey, you can't lead the witness. I, <laughs> ah, ah.
1: I'm not even allowed to do that.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to lead. I'm just
0: trying
6: to
1: explain the question because apparently I, we thought it was takeout. We thought it was fast, you know.
0: Um, I say I guess I said the diner. Okay.
1: That's her answer, that's fine. That's not that's not fast food.
0: Well, it's pretty fast. <laughs> well maybe was, are spying If it diner. was if it was fast food, I would say Chipotle. Thank you, that was the answer. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Oh my god. It's okay. Those were the two I was torn between.
5: <sighs> All right. We've moved from leading the witness to badgering the witness. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
6: Okay, I think moving on to question two would probably be uh, wise. Advisable, advisable. Yes. Okay. So, ladies, your husbands were asked this question: Your spouse takes your hand and pulls you to the dance floor. They say that the DJ is playing your song. What song is it, Sophia? How do you think Bill answered that question? Ooh, could be Sunset Serenade. Ooh, and that? Bill, your answer was
5: San Diego, Sarah. Oh,
6: San Diego. Same song
1: though.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you had the same lyrics in mind. Give
1: them to... another half point. They're gonna kill us. Right? Can
6: I just say? Can I just say? You guys are killing me. You're killing me with partial credit. Oh my God.
5: I well, it Jesus. was only it Jesus. was only the first dance song at her wedding. Why should she remember the whole thing? Right. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And Roxy? How do you think that Chuck
1: answered?
0: I think he maybe said All the Faces, which was our first dance. Ding,
4: ding, 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 ding. Yay, we got one. Line. We it's got old, one. That's why I said we're
1: at advantage here because our wedding was so yeah. not long ago. <laughs> so that's the only, Well, I was afraid. I was actually starting to read into it. I was thinking of other favorite songs that she oh, has. Oh, yeah. Like, what was the last one you wanted played? And I didn't understand. Oh, Queen. Queen. It was a Queen yeah. song. But that's what I mean. Something like that. Like, oh, this is our song. But Anyway. So, I yeah.
0: mean, I would still drag you out on the floor and right, say, let's go, right. well, let's dance to this, of, so. but there
1: all the go. faces, all right. top. Good job, good job.
0: Thank you. All right, question three.
6: Ladies, your husbands were asked, what's one condiment your spouse would never want to shoot out of their finger? Sophia, how do you think Bill answered that Should we that explain question? that
1: to Sophia? so she? <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I'm not I sure if no- Bill even knows that. That's one of our fun and dumb questions, but it's the opposite. It's what what condiment – if you could shoot one condiment out of your finger, what would you want it to be? And so so this is
0: the reverse.
6: This
1: is the reverse of that. And why would
6: you want something to come out of your finger? Just because. (laughs) Well, there are are various reasons. (laughs) Like the first time I heard that question, I thought, so that you'd always have that condiment handy. Yes. But then Roxy has another interpretation. <laughs> Approach. Which is a
1: defense mechanism. So yep. hers would be?
0: Hot sauce. If someone tries to attack me on the street, I can shoot him with hot sauce. And,
1: in the eye. Yeah. Or something. Disarm them.
0: <laughs> and so this is one
6: we don't want to have come yes. out. Yes. Okay. So Sophia, how do you think Bill answered that question? How about horseradish? Ooh. Bill, your answer was?
5: Uh, for my gluten-free wife, soy sauce. Aww. Aww.
1: Don't feel bad, Bill. My answer on this had a bunch of question marks because I didn't really know which way to go. But see, this Again, is the problem leading
0: with Leading the going... witness. Leading the
6: witness. Oh, he did
1: is? this
0: last week or last year too. Kids. Oh,
1: that's not going to matter. <laughs> uh, and no, but now I'm thinking of switching it to horseradish because I know she doesn't like horseradish. But I I, that's the problem <laughs> with going second. I, I, oh, wait, well, you
6: have <laughs> to an answer. Wait, is it Roxy Yes, Yes. I want you to shut
0: up. <laughs> <doesn't
1: see> <laughs> I just—I'm so confident she, we're not going to get that. That was
0: never on my radar. Um, there were two options that popped in my head immediately. I'm going to go with sour cream.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. is that a con? Yeah, I guess it is. That's a good one. My that's my, my
0: choice number two was mayonnaise. Oh Uh, oh oh half a point no (laughs) no
1: we got it wrong (laughs) and it's on me that's that's a good one that's a good one yeah 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 yeah. no both of
0: those were would have been good answers yeah but you use mail from time
1: to time you never use sour cream yeah no never yeah never (laughs) all right my bad that's okay Chuck's a dope we knew that
0: we're still gonna be here next year together don't worry
1: (laughs)
4: maybe we'll get two next
0: year So I have decided
6: that uh, the winner by 0. 0.3769 <laughs> points is Bill and Sophia. Yay! Yay!
4: Well, so deserved. well deserved, well <laughs> deserved.
5: We'll celebrate at dinner tonight, Sophia. Cute.
4: Without
6: now, soy sauce. Yes. And, and soy sauce. to the other happy couple that's been married for two years.
5: Well, thank yeah. you. When <laughs> thank is your you. anniversary, actually? We just passed May 16.
6: Oh, that's oh, so yeah, a oh, okay. to Both yeah. of you. Thank yeah. you.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Excellent. And Amazing. Claire, when do you want yours to be?
6: <laughs> that's a, that's an excellent question. I think some sort of weird month when a lot of other people are not getting married.
4: All right. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
6: So, but 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 my calendar's wide open, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: heard it here first, people. <laughs>
1: Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bill and Sophia, for coming on and battling Chuck and Roxy and the newlyweds and kicking our butts. So much fun. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and to meet you finally, Sophia. Hopefully we'll meet you soon in person. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. And of course episode one clarinatola
6: yes well thank you for uh, asking me to do this i really had a lot of fun
1: oh this is fantastic we really appreciate it it's always fun to talk to all of you but we've got to move on because we've got a great meet the littles guest so don't go anywhere
0: we'll be right back with meet the
4: littles this
2: is dave specter from bells up winery While our hosts take a quick break, wouldn't this be a good time to pour yourself a nice glass of Pinot Noir? I mean, Chuck and Roxy are probably enjoying one themselves right now, so why shouldn't you? Okay, now back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
3: You wake up in the morning you're half asleep, the first thing you say, it's not I love you, that'd be okay, okay. I get romantic and you softly say, only one word, and half asleep you simply say, call We
1: are being played in this episode by an artist called Tommy Shear. And this song is called The Coffee Song. Now, I think we played this a while back. It's got a nice Pippin vibe for all you musical theater fans, I think. uh, It's just a fun song. It's not a jingle. Believe it or not, this is a real song. It's called The Coffee Song by Tommy Shear. And if you like what you hear and you want to drop him a note, he says the best way to reach out to him is his email address, which is just Tommy. At TannedGroofing.com That's T-O-M-M-Y At T-A-N-D-G-R-O-O-F-I-N-G Dot com And as always We'll play the full song The Coffee Song At the end of the podcast
3: Dark roast Blonde roast Light roast Piece of toast Oat milk Goat milk, Apple crisp Almond twist One more Half and half Decaf Vente Grande And short and
1: tall Rick. Some more? All right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to... Meet the
0: Littles! And Roxy. Yeah,
1: Chuck? How long has it been already? Like, oh. At least 30 minutes, right? Yeah. We've been chit-chatting off it's air. It's been great. We knew this was going to be a special one, I guess we'll say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is episode 234.
0: Hey! So you got that
1: going for <laughs> you. It's not one, two, three... And, you know, we have some other good numbers, but two, three, four is pretty great. Two,
0: three, four is great.
1: So, and we've had a great time already catching up off air. Please welcome to the podcast, Robbie Hayes. Hey, Robbie, how's it going? Hey, good. Chuck and Roxy, how are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Robbie, as you know, we like to start by just turning it over to you. Tell all the little something about yourself
2: and introduce yourself. Sure. So, like Chuck said, my name is Robbie Hayes. Um, I was born in Neptune, New Jersey, never Uranus. Uh <laughs> Lived there for about 13 months, then moved to Huntsville, Alabama, and then right before second grade, moved to San Antonio, Texas, and stayed there through high school. Then college was... So I I applied to a bunch of colleges, and I got accepted to all of them, except for Rice, which is where I really wanted to go. Uh, but University of Texas gave me a $500 scholarship, and that was it. And Whoa. But Texas A&M gave me a full ride. <laughs> and ah. my family was all... Longhorns all UT Longhorns and they couldn't let me go to AM. and <laughs> so my mom one one morning before school she said hey why don't you why don't you skip school today go down to Trinity University because it's their last day for applications and I was like mom we can't afford Trinity that's like 50 grand a year and she goes well you know maybe they have some kind of and she, she goes just go down we just don't want you to go to A&M like, okay okay <laughs> all right so so I go down there, long story short, the Dean of admissions was amazing, and they put together this financial aid package that basically was I was paying five hundred dollars a semester to go wow. to there. Wow and now I had to keep a 3.5 GPA mm-hmm. Ooh. so that meant I had to be serious. Yep. Yeah um, but it was good. I, you know I majored in in acting, directing, and uh, after college, I applied to a bunch of grad schools and uh, only got accepted to one, but it was for it was UCSD. And it was for directing, but it it was like a four year. What do they call it? Four Where you push it off for four years? They said go do something. Yeah, for, you get deferred. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it deferred, deferred. That's right. That's mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I I didn't go because I was living life. Right. And, yeah, you're working. Yeah. But funny story of how I got to Chicago. So I moved to Chicago in August. So it was August fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. I only know that because it was good friend's birthday that day, and. It was like 8 a.m., again, it's so, so early, but the phone rings, and on the caller ID is the name of a theater, which I'm not going to name, in Chicago. So I answered it in a hurry, and I was like, oh, oh, oh this is Robbie. And, and he said, yes, hi, uh, this is so-and-so for, or, or no, they didn't actually, actually, they didn't say their name, actually. So this is calling from the development department at Blah Blah Theater, and we saw that you applied for an internship. And I was like, yes, yes, I did. And they said, well, we can't offer you an internship, but would you like a job? Oh. And I said, whoa, wow. I said, yeah. And it'd be in our scene shop as a carpenter. And I was like, okay. And they said, because we see on your resume that you did work study in the, in the scene shop. And so I didn't even think anything about it. And I said, great. When do you want me to start? And they said, two weeks. And I said, great. And I hung up. I didn't get anybody's name. <gasps> uh, it was, I, I was an idiot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I pack up my truck, throw the cat in the, car, in, the, in the truck and drive to Chicago, show up at the theater and say, hi, I'm Robbie Hayes, here for the job. And they're like, Robbie who? Whoa, and wait, so let let's pause. All
1: right. And I have to remember to go back because some of the other stuff you said excited me. San Antonio, All things right, like right. that. But we'll, we'll go back. Go, whatever, oh. whatever. This is more important. Now, when you hung up,
2: you didn't call the theater back to like so- – so yeah, so, so I, I did once, Okay, but it just rang and rang and rang and rang and rang, and there was huh. no voicemail.
4: And
1: where, so, where are you driving from? San Antonio. That's what I
2: thought. Okay, so all right, go ahead. It's so a 24-hour drive, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, so you show up. What job? Show, show up, and uh, they said, what, who, Robbie who? And so it turns out that I wasn't the first person this happened to, that apparently someone who had access to intern applications, were making prank calls.
4: (gasps) No. What?
2: Yeah. and And the other four people that it happened to were all from Texas. (gasps) Okay. Yep. So, yeah. So, they said, here's the directions to the scene shop. Why don't you go over there, talk to the technical director, and just see if there's something that can happen and so i'm devastated so i drive over there and he's like i don't have any full-time work but i I always have overhire work around strike and load in yep Mm -hmm. and then he made some phone calls he hooked me up with some other stuff so i was able to to scrape things together to be able to stay there wow okay but
1: uh, but so how's the conversation with the parents going when they ask
2: hey how's the how's the job how's it going (laughs) So I didn't tell them. Um, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> right. So I had a great aunt who lived in Joliet, Illinois. So, uh-huh. And when I mean great aunt, she was my great aunt, like my dad's aunt. Yeah. So,
4: uh-huh.
2: and, But she was also a great, great aunt. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I got to stay with her for a couple of days. She didn't have a lot of room, uh, and she was allergic to cats. So I had to get out of there quick. So I, I went to this apartment locator in the city and just said, I need something that's incredibly cheap. And now, and so (laughs) the two things they had, one was for $300 a month. It was about, I don't know, 200 square feet. It was a loft style thing. Mm -hmm. And one wall was all windows and got in there. And then about two minutes later, he goes, you like it? And I was like, "Uh, sure. And he goes, all right, let's go, let's go sign the paper. Like, Oh, okay. And as we're walking out the door, the L goes by, and it shakes the building. No. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. So he to this other place, which turns out to be used to be a laundry room of an apartment <laughs> building. The ceiling was at six feet Whoa. and it had exposed pipes below it. <laughs> and I'm six feet tall. So the only place that I could stand up straight was in the middle of the kitchen where there was a little drain where. I could actually stretch my neck up, but I had bruises on my head for weeks because I would forget, oh, there's pipes everywhere and I wouldn't yeah. crouch. So you just... took
0: that place.
2: I took that place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and the rest the is history. Right. And now he's an award-winning
1: technical <laughs>
2: genius. <laughs> Long story short is I ended up technical director at Northlight Theater in Skokie, Illinois. And then that ended poorly. So I then got recruited by Georgetown University to come out here and be the technical director for a new performing arts center that they were building. And believe it or not, Georgetown did not have a theater program. And uh, it's kind of odd that a yeah. big school like Georgetown didn't yeah. have an academic program in theater. So they were starting it, real department. And uh, so I came out to become uh, the technical director and kind of usher them into the new age of what it's like to have a building. Yeah. And then nine years later, I kind of got... A little tired of academia because I was I was a teaching staff member, which means you have to do all the things faculty do, and then you also have to do all the things staff do. Yeah.
4: Right. So,
2: yeah. you know, 60 to 80 hour weeks. And mm. the last thing I did at, at Georgetown was this kind of workshop performance piece that was actually an interactive gaming experience for audience and actors. And oh. so, it was loosely based on Cars and Trucks and Things That Go by Richard Scarry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's a children's book with fine gold bug. Yep. Anyway, so the gist of the, of the gaming is that actors and audience members are playing these theater games and like digital games with Wii remotes and iPod touches and things like that. And so they're controlling all of the tech in the room. There wasn't a stage manager pressing a go button. There wasn't a lightboard operator pressing go. It was all in the room. So oh, lighting, wow. video, audio. So a friend of mine who I'd done a bunch of shows with, who was also an architectural lighting designer, came to see the thing and was like, you know, we got to bring this to architecture. And the rest is history. So I, I retired from Georgetown and we started this company. And it's, we're an experienced design company. So it's not just lighting and it's not just audio. It's, it's lighting, audio, video, fans, fire motors, what you, whatever, wow. smoke. Yeah, so, whatever you need.
1: Cool. Wow. Uh, real quick, before we take a quick break, let's get into your fandom, though, real quick. How did you become a little in all that stuff?
2: So I was first exposed to Tony when he would be a guest occasionally on those Sports Reporters back yeah. in the in the 90s. Yeah. Dick shop and all that. Because w- in college, uh, one of my suite mates bought the cable package, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. part of that cable package was WOR out of New York, and that show was played on WOR. So... But then I heard about this show called Pardon the Interruption <laughs> and yep. set the VCR and I haven't looked back. Literally. Nice. So I didn't know about his his radio show until I moved to DC. I was driving around one morning and I'm listening to this st- sports talk and it's like 10 o'clock and they say a Tony Kornheiser show. And I was like, What? <gasps> Are you kidding? I know. Right? This is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad I moved to DC. Right. Like, it was and so I, th- I then tried to literally plan my schedule around being able to listen to it, but it never, I, I could never listen to an entire episode. Um, um, and then I guess it was what 2009 when they started doing the podcast version. And then to me that changed my life. Cause I was like, I don't oh, have yeah. to, tr- I don't have to plan anymore f- to be able to catch it. So, yep. and then when the podcast came the big show now, it was, just, it was just great. Cause it, it just seemed to take all the good things about the radio show and distill it into a great like hour hour 15 minutes yeah, you know yeah exactly. and he was able to bring all this all the different guests and yeah, so it's, it's good yeah that's 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 it in a nutshell nice. yeah, I, I, I went to i went to chatter twice for breakfast oh cool so, oh, excellent yeah uh and then so where's
1: this might be interesting because you were all over the place where's your sports fandom what's your favorite sport and your teams
2: my favorite sports football hmm. and it, that would be the denver broncos oh, okay. um okay <laughs> that, it, that it, makes perfect <laughs> sense <laughs> My mom's family is all from Denver, and so and my mom is a Broncos fan, and so therefore I became a Broncos fan. Nice. And then my favorite baseball team has always been the Chicago Cubs. Gotcha. Okay. And the reason for that is not because I lived in Chicago, is because growing up in South Texas, in the summertime, you don't go outside and play after school, right? Because it's too damn hot. Yeah. Yeah. So. You sit inside and watch WGN and watch the Cubs because yeah. it was all day. So okay. that's that's how I learned to, to be a Cubs fan. And right. the funny thing is, is that we only had a black and white TV. And so I was watching Cubs games in black and white. So I had never, I didn't know what Wrigley Field really looked like until my dad took me and my brother on a baseball stadium tour. Where one summer we did the West Coast and then the other summer we did the East Coast. And
4: okay.
2: and our first stop was Wrigley Field because that's where he wanted our first real baseball game to be because he his family is from chicago so anyway so i remember walking out to our seats and seeing the green of how green it was Mm. it just i had eight years of watching it in black and white right right that was that was pretty cool yeah Yeah, that was amazing all right well listen we've
1: got a list here of things littles he filled out the form yep so we're going to get to them but we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back with
0: meet the littles
1: This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are lucky enough to have Robbie Hayes here. Now, I really wanted to play off Willie Mays Hayes, you know, or something like that. But uh, we've already discussed Roxy's only seen the movie once. So she had this blank stare on her face. And so we won't go there. But we have a long list of stuff to get into here, Roxy. Now, I'm just going to read off a few and I'm going to let you go. I feel like
2: I want to save that one for last. Let's
1: start with, he has fly fishing versus golf.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So my father-in-law got me into fly fishing. He and his brothers were always fly fishing everywhere they possibly could. And I had never been into fishing at all. Like, I think I'd been spin fishing once in my life. And so we were on a family vacation up in Montana. Actually, and we went fishing on the river. They filmed A River Runs Through It. So the Gallatin River is what it's called. And I just... I was hooked. I fell in love with it. It was amazing. And fly fishing has a reputation as a, a stuffy sport that it's expensive. At least that's what my really? wife says. Okay. Be, well, because because the trips to go yeah. fly yeah. fishing, oh, it, oh, they're yeah, like sure. it's like five or ten thousand dollars. Oh you know? wow. And the, the equipment is not cheap.
1: Now speaking of, can we clarify yeah. something for me? The fly fishing is the one where you just constantly cast it and bring it back. Cast it, right? Yes. Is to, that what you to, say? To, I don't know. I might not be using the right terminology, but. It's I not, you just on, throw it out there and you wait. wait. Right? No,
2: not at all. Not right, at all. Okay, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure. It's active. And yeah. I consider it an art because also the fish has a chance. Because okay. with, with spin casting, you've got this lure that has nine big hooks. They, they don't have a chance at that. So with fly fishing, you have one little hook that usually doesn't have a barb. So when you hook into the fish, you have to hold enough tension to not let the hook come out. Yeah. Ah, okay but also not break it off. Yeah. So when, th- it, when a fish runs, you want to be able to let it run. Because right. the line that comes from the fly line, the thick part that you see, usually it's yellow, down to the fly is called tippet material. It's really, really super thin. It's like half pound test. Like it's going to snap if you, yeah, if you yeah. pull up too tight on it. So you have to let the fish run. And then when he comes back, you have to try to keep tension to him until he gets tired and you bring him in right and so the fish really have a chance so when you land a fish it's you're really proud of that so anyway now are you
1: saying that's better than hitting a hole in one
2: or like (laughs) what no so okay flash forward a a couple years and buddy mine, another little toby clark shout out who you should have on the show too i I was gonna say
0: episode tbd Uh, uh, toby
2: who yes that's how we say it toby who yep he worked with me at georgetown and he was like hey did you, you play golf and I was like, yeah, I used to, but I, I don't have any clubs anymore, and I, and he's like, "I want to get back into it, and so I went and bought a seventy five dollar set of clubs at Target mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. came home that night with the clubs, and my wife is like, "No, <laughs> you can't have two expensive hobbies." I was like <laughs> I, I was like, wait, wait what do you, what do you mean I, these were seventy five dollar clubs, and she goes, "How much does it cost to go play golf right And I was like, ah, well." And, you know uh-huh. so i anyway long story short the clubs live at the office so does all my fishing stuff <laughs> okay because <laughs> if i get a new rod or a new reel or something i don't want to have to explain you know uh-huh. no, i got you i get you. And, and and it's not that i'm i'm not hiding it from her oh, it's right. just they just—we are just don't have to have that discussion. You
1: well, know? oh, I'm convinced. Roxy has like ten pairs of shoes at the limit as we speak.
2: Right? I don't. At the
1: office. I
0: don't. But yeah, I did uh-huh. just get an email this morning of a—they've come out with a new pair that look really snazzy. Of course you did. So moving on. <laughs> they're we, in my car. I'm thinking about it. All right,
1: but this is about him. Not I about know. No, I know. Kidding, I kidding. know.
0: You went there, Chuck.
1: Okay. Now, you've got two left here, real quick. The one—I'm going to go with the first one because. It better not be what I think it is. All you have written down here is Y2K in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> now, if you say you had anything to do with Barbara Streisand's concert, we're done. I did not. Okay. All right. We can keep talking. Okay. Because that was <laughs> that's one of my favorite albums.
2: Yeah. You know. Sure. No, I, I, yeah. I did not. Of course. Anything. Okay. What do you got? So about a month before, I get a envelope in the mail that had a plane ticket and a handwritten note that said, "Meet me in Vegas." Ooh. Okay. I'm listening. (laughs) Well, I I knew who it was. Oh, okay. So it's a buddy of mine who is uh, now covert. So there's also other instructions, like go to the Bellagio, check in, blah, 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 blah. Mm Nice. So it turns out some member of his family owned four cab companies in Vegas. So they got comps, all kinds of comps, crazy comps everywhere. So go to the Bellagio, check in. There was a, a note from front desk saying, go to the cashier and get your house money. Like, oh. So, go to the cashier, get the house money, it was $1,500. And I was nice. like, wow. With a note from him saying, I'm running late, start having fun, I'll catch up with you. So, I go s- start playing, and I see a- another one of my friends walk by, and I'm like, oh, Matt, what are you doing? And he's, Robbie. And turns out our friend was trying to get us together for Y2K. Well, oh. my buddy who put this all together never showed, long story short. Okay. So, but he had also gotten us tickets to O, but the tickets he got were like the 10 a.m. performance on New Year's Day or something?
0: Oh, no. Like, right.
2: so of course we didn't go see it. Like right. it was we we missed that. Great show. Then, yeah. Oh, we ended up seeing it. Oh okay. So we, right. we, we bought ourselves a ticket. Okay, tickets, good. So the next day we were walking along the strip because we were like, let's go check out the strip, and which is pretty nasty. And the, we got a flyer for I don't remember what the exact name of the show, but it was something like Sex de Soleil. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Matt gonna comment like, if that's a good show or not. Just like, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I—I I mean, he said we have to go see it. We just have oh, to. Of course, yeah, yeah. And I saw things in that room that cannot be unseen. Oh no! It was a. There was no cover charge. It was a two drink minimum. And I had made—I made the mistake of buying a beer as my first drink because I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to chug this so I can go get a second one because we gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. It, it was. Frightening. I, I was like, <laughs> is there no one that says you can or can't do that? On stage? Mm,
4: mm-hmm.
2: it well, was just... Roxy
1: could tell us, because she was a member of the cast a couple years ago. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Wait a anyway, second. Anyway, okay. All right, and real quick, because we have to get to some fun up questions. You have Willie Nelson's 4th of July picnic, 1996. Now, I saved this one for last, assuming there was no Barbara Streisand involved, because I thought this would be the best <laughs> one. But, okay, here we go.
2: Yeah, so my friends and I decided to go up to Willie's 4th of July picnic. It's in Luchenbach, Texas, which is a town of Population 2. It's about an hour west of Austin and an hour north of San Antonio. Okay, so let's the, pause. You just decided? Like, were you invited? Like, what was this? Oh, no, you have to buy tickets. Oh, Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So it's in the middle of nowhere, right? They erect the stage in the middle of nowhere. There's no plumbing, so it's porta potties (laughs) everything. And it's like a 12- or 13-hour music festival. It starts at, like, 10 a.m. And Willie comes out and plays with basically all the guests. He does, like, one song with them. It's really cool. It's an amazing experience to do. But this day, it happened to be incredibly freaking hot. Like, Like, 110. Nice. And... They ran out of non-alcoholic beverages sometime mid-afternoon. I don't know if it was three or four o'clock, but all they had left was beer, no Mm -hmm. water, no running water. So people were getting dehydrated and and it was, it was a really bad scene. But now I have to go, I have to go back for this other little bit of this. So I used to be a a harmonica player and a fairly good one. And I don't need to go into the whole story about how I lost all my, my, all my harps, but I only had (laughs) one harp left. Okay. And it was kind of like my fidget stick, if you will. I would carry it with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it was a G-harp, and everyone always knew I had it on me. I never really played it anymore, but occasionally, you know, I'd pull it out. But one of my buddy's older brother's friend was a roadie for Willie. And so he said, hey, got this guy that's out there who actually plays harmonica pretty good, and he's got his G-harp, which is the key of Whiskey River. Why don't we bring him out for one song? Whoa. And apparently, apparently Willie was like, that's a great idea. Here's the problem is that when Willie got out on stage, it was 9 o'clock. I was drunk, (laughs) stoned,
4: (laughs) dehydrated, dehydrated,
2: (laughs) and could barely walk. So somehow, I don't remember how I got backstage, but somehow I got backstage and there's Willie. He had come off for a quick break or whatever. And he's like, you good? And I was like, uh, and that's all I remember responding. (laughs) And he goes, all right. And so. He goes back out on stage, and I'm just standing there in the wings, and some guy hands me a microphone and just kind of gives me a little push. And I literally took, like, two steps onto stage and stopped. And then Whiskey River started, and I start playing, I think. Like, I know I'm in stage light. People can see me, right. like, off on the side of the, of the stage. But I don't even think they turned my mic on. I think they, re- they knew that I was, like, too drunk, stoned, and <laughs> dehydrated, that it would just ruin the song. But after the song, he came over and he signed my harmonica.
4: Whoa. Wow. And, Wait, that's so, cool.
2: Yeah. It's, there's still remnants of the signature on it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, but who but would yeah. throw a party or a picnic or a concert or whatever and not have water
2: well, for people? They ran out, he said. You had a well, plan the thing for is, that. So up in Luchenbach, it's in an area called the Hill Country of South Texas. So it's pretty temperate. Yeah. It's pretty high altitude. Mm-hmm. So in July in Luchenbach, it's never more than like ninety degrees. Oh, like that's okay. the most it gets. And it's dry. It's not humid. I yeah. mean it's not humid. So you can party like that and not need to have like ten bottles of water. Right, right. <laughs> so I which guess. is essentially bad. but I then next, poor the next planning,
0: thing, I think.
2: Well the next thing I knew, I was in the medic tent with an IV. Uh, of course you as you right, of course. <laughs>
0: So, with your oh, yeah. signed harmonica, good yes. times,
2: good times, <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: All right. Well, listen, Robbie, we can't yeah. thank you enough for coming on to meet the littles. Uh, as you know, we have some fun, dumb questions for you. Sure. Well,
0: All I right. think I think we know what your special s- hidden talent special is. Special hidden talent is, but I guess people know about it. Playing um,
1: harmonica while he's stoned. I and know that's drunk amazing. Yeah.
0: All right. What's one thing you remember about kindergarten?
2: Yeah. So my kindergarten class had a big shag rug in the middle of it, and That was kind of the play area. And somebody let a kid have a stapler. And the kid had gone around just pushing staples into the carpet. No. And I didn't know this. No one saw him do it. But I'm the one who was the recipient of all the staples. Because I was crawling around playing with whatever I was playing with. I don't know what it was. But then I get up and my knees are bleeding. And, And so turns out that I had like a bunch of staples in my knee. Like they got in my inside under my skin and they took me to the hospital and the doctors thought they got them all out. And it wasn't till I think it was just after 9-11 when flights opened up again and security was a little tighter that they found, kept finding this piece of metal in my ankle. And finally uh, I went to the doctor and they did an x-ray and they said, you have a staple in your ankle. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have a similar story. That's the funny part about this, but go ahead, finish.
2: No, You you finally got it taken out? Got it taken out, and I still have the staple. I kept the staple. Oh, Um, fun. Yeah. Wow. It's just like, so it migrated inside my body from my knee, little age five Robbie, down to like age 28, whatever I was, 2001 or or 2002. That's amazing. Migrated itself.
1: Much longer than mine. Mine's really short, dumb. I was in college, stupid- guys throwing shot glasses down the hallway. I leaned down to <laughs> Wait, look out what? the window. What? I didn't do Wait, it. What? These idiots. You say throwing shot glasses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. It's college. Like, Come on, man. It's college. Like, like gosh. I, you do. Like, As you do. And I leaned down on the window and on the top of my foot I got glass inside of it. It got cut. I'm bleeding all over the place. They sent me to the infirmary. I have to go I have to get stitches. Fast forward to months later. I I might have been years. It wasn't not like yours, but a couple months later I started having some issues with the top of my, you know, I did the whole stitches. They took them out. Everything's Mm -hmm. fine. At least we thought. Long story short, years later, the glass started coming out of my foot. Oh, my God. I'm guessing they thought they got all of
2: it or whatever. (laughs) On its own? It was like like birthing itself out of your skin? Yeah.
1: Like, I started getting infection. and It was not to be gross, but, you know, it started. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally started digging around, and I'm like, I pulled out this like little... Yeah, it was bad. People are like, did oh you sue? God. I'm like, no, I'm not suing. You know, whatever. But they literally stitched up glass inside my foot wow. is what happened. So anyway. Wow. That's, that's... I
0: can't believe you had a staple in your leg that entire time.
2: Yeah. No idea. Wow. I, 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 never, I never felt any pain from it or anything. Interesting. Wow. Yeah.
0: All right. If someone made a movie of your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, action film, science fiction, horror, mockumentary or
1: documentary
0: do- did I say documentary I documentary
2: I think it'd be a farce
0: a farce okay. I like it we're we'll add, add that yeah. to the list
1: we're gonna have to mm-hmm. add that yep yeah great. great more work for Chuck to do thanks <laughs> 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 all right if you hosted Saturday Night Live who would you want to introduce as your musical guest Tom Waits excellent
0: nice if you could be a cartoon character for a week who would you want to be
2: Snagglepuss. Oh, excellent. Okay. okay. I feel like you know, he's, he's been got the, studying. <laughs> he's, the, you know, he's the one that has the uh, exit stage left. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: All right, and just because the littles need to know, what is your favorite French fry shape? Curly fries. Okay, that's a good one. I'm trying to think, is there a French fry shape I don't like?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Because
1: even the waffle fries, even though I've been educated now since doing the podcast, realizing that they cool off the quickest because there's they holes do. in the middle,
2: I still like them. I still really like them, so. I don't like steak fries, you know, the big thick. Yeah,
1: well, I do if they're cooked. Most times those are a little raw in the middle. And that's yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah don't exactly. like that, but anyway. All right, Rox, let's do some uh, rapid fire. All right, Coke or
0: Pepsi?
2: Caffeine-free Diet Coke. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Except only episodes four five and six yeah because oh, okay. i think i think right. that i think that they've ruined star wars for me Okay, yeah. so
0: okay fair
1: whole nother podcast but i know which we yeah. know someone that we can hook you up with if yes. you're interested yes. <laughs> but anyway sure. all right what's next
2: Robbie?
0: smoother crunchy peanut butter
1: a uh, smooth all right and i think we've already answered this one based on where you grew up uranus jokes not funny or never not funny never not funny excellent awesome all right. Well, Robbie, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Is there anything we can plug for you? Do you have any shows coming up or anything like that? And how can we get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with?
2: Uh, you go to my company's website, which is pixelumenlab.com, and it's P-I-X-E-L-U-M-E-N-L-A-B.com and see what mm-hmm. we're up to. And I have a show that I'm doing down in Atlanta in August. I think it's August. It's a dance piece with a company called Balethnic. Oh, Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've I've pretty much retired from theater. Yeah,
4: so, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: You're the smart
1: one,
4: right? Gotcha. <laughs> no. <laughs> um,
1: all right. Well, listen. Thanks again for coming on to Meet the Lillies. We really appreciate it. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
0: Over or under?
2: Always over. Always Excellent. over. Okay. That even noise. though I Always. even even though even though I have a puppy that's discovered how to pull the toilet paper. I still put it over.
1: That's dedication.
2: So. See, I huh. like that. I like that a lot. Interesting. So. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Robbie. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. You lovely humans. You, too. <laughs> all right, all you loyal listeners.
0: <laughs> we'll be right back.
5: This is Laurie Asseo from D.C., and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and thank you, Robbie Hayes, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Always a good time, Roxy. Always. All right, before we get to the emails, Roxy, we have a couple shout-outs. A little birdie told me that Heather Garcia, episode 126, working double, triple time on the whole Jingle Fest stuff.
0: Yeah. So
1: we wanted to give a special shout-out. I think she was the one in charge of finding the hotel and setting all that up and getting us that rate and all that stuff. So big shout-out to Heather Garcia, Thank you for all you're doing to make Jingle Fest complete. Yes. And my next one is, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the Binghamton Golfer. Yeah, Tony right. Tony brought it up on the big mm-hmm. show, the Binghamton Golf Team, and how I had my David Aldridge moment, or what I thought would be a David Aldridge moment, where the girl who I went to college with, her son, yeah. is on the team. And right. Tony mentioned him. Okay, so Evan sits. Yep. She calls him Ev. Shout out Ev sits. He got a hole-in-one yeah, in a tournament did. this last week. Okay? Now, here's the amazing part. The way she posted it on social media made me believe like it was no big deal, like he's done this before.
4: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, of course, you know, reached out to her again. And I text her. I said, so is this not his first one? She's like, I'm going to read you what she wrote. In <laughs> Littles. And I quote, well, technically it's his fourth. What? But one of them was during COVID when they had a different type of foam or something in the holes. Now, we know that because we played during COVID. <laughs> so he's not sure if that counts. So probably his third, but this was the first during a competition. Wow. So this was actually during a competition event that he got the hole-in-one. That's his first. But he's wow. had three others, and I'm sorry, I already told her. I'm like, uh, that freaking counts.
0: That's a hu- Right, and that's a huge deal. People dream about even just getting one.
1: One, their whole lives. Uncle like Tony. M-
0: like me, it's just driving the green. That right. would be amazing. Oh, I've yeah. done that once, but yeah. wow. I mean, that's
1: amazing. So wow. huge shout-out. Congratulations. I mean, she kind of filled me in on what's going on with him. Apparently, he's trying to qualify for a PGA event. Oh, cool. That's going to be up in Connecticut. And I'm wondering if it's the one that your brother and dad go to, because I know they've been to this one up in Connecticut. I don't know if it's the same one. I think it's the, called The Travelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's like, he's not very, uh, for some reason, he's not very positive. She goes, I- he doesn't think he's going to qualify for it, but he's trying. And I'm like, well, you never I know. Mean, you gotta yeah, keep you going. never know. So, anyway. And he's
0: starting now, so.
1: Yeah. You know. I mean, that's amazing. So, four whole, that's just, she's like, oh, I'm not sure. He's not sure. So I think it's three.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you know what? Kiss my ass. So <laughs> I like, I can't Kiss even. my grits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry,
1: little. I hope the kids weren't awake for that. No, that's amazing. That's just amazing. And he's, I think he's like 21. Yeah. Maybe 22 years wow. old. That's wow. amazing. Anyway, let's get to the email, Roxy. We heard from Wayne Hickenbottom, episode ah. 101. It's been a while. Yeah. and that's a good number, too, I think. That is this a good is number. This is the show for good numbers, I think, because this is episode 234. Yep. And someone mentioned that in an email coming up. But anyway, he says, I'm a bit behind, so you've probably gotten better answers by now. But I remember from grade school the opposite of capital letters being small letters. Hmm. Hmm. I, I re- that's, 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 that's familiar not bad. to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very familiar. Mm-hmm. While I'm writing, I had a question that might make a good on-air discussion. Suppose Mr. Tony contacts you and says, he will do your pod, but only if he is the last episode. How long would you wait before taking him up on his offer? Oh, Wayne Hickabottam, Episode 101. That's tricky.
0: That is a very good question.
1: You know, because we've discussed that a little bit. That would be a dream come true, obviously. But on the other hand, because of what we do on our podcast, it really wouldn't make sense to have Uncle Tony on the show because we like to go and find out, like... When Mark Feinstein came on and found out he didn't even want to be a sports writer right. and stuff like that. Things we don't even know about. But with Uncle Tony, we know right. pretty much all we could want to know about his past, where he grew up, right. you know, stuff like that. He shares his life, which is why we love listening to the podcast. Yeah. So I don't know. It would be tricky. I don't even know what we would talk about. I mean, we've joked about how amazing it would be to have Carol on the podcast <laughs> or Michael. Right, you know, right. A member of the family. We know sure. Elizabeth would never do it because right. she's not into that stuff. But, yeah, something like that. I mean, obviously, if Tony wants to come on the podcast, he's coming on the podcast.
0: Yeah, but. No,
1: I don't know. I, I really don't know how to answer that.
0: Would we wait or would we say, that's it? Yeah, Everyone we, I mean, we else, don't you miss our snooze, shot. you lose. We're getting yeah. him on, so it's over. Yeah, but it's
1: over. It's done. So I guess he but could we tell also us wouldn't the podcast w- is done.
0: Right, <laughs> but we also <laughs> wouldn't want to wait too long.
1: Well, right. That's what I mean. We don't want to miss our shot. Right. You know, but I don't know. It's mm. such a farce idea it would probably never happen right there's really no but that's a that's a great thought so thank you for that mr hick and bottom we haven't heard from you in a while we'd love that all right then next we heard from tim cree episode 107 i can honestly say i'm not sure i have ever eaten anything at dq that wasn't ice cream or ice cream adjacent not even a single hot dog yep same well you too same now i've eaten at many a dairy queens because there's one in Ghent, new york i don't know if it's still there it was there which yeah. is right near chatham new york shout out all you columbia counters <laughs> you i can't believe you've never been to one no because
0: food. we have one around the corner from where i grew up that wasn't a restaurant it was or a grill and chill is Wait, that, that what they're called
1: well that's what he was saying yeah that's what they're no this
0: has. was just like a. you walk up to the window it's like a hut
1: yeah right all right roxy you got the next one right
0: Yes, we heard from Ed Lockett, episode TBD. He says, I enjoyed episode 233, especially your interview with Mike Todd, not that Mike Todd. Your conversation about the Dairy Queen stirred up old memories. In 1959, as a 12-year-old, I had my first job as a paper boy for the Milwaukee Journal. On Saturday mornings, we would take our Thursday-Friday collections to the paper shack to settle up. After paying the bill, I would normally have $10 to $12 for my week's labor. Next door to the shack was a Dairy Queen. Old school, no dine-in, just a walk-up window. Most of my earnings would be spent on dilly bars for myself and my buddies who always showed up on Saturday morning for a dilly bar. Best regards, Ed Lockett.
1: I love those. I love when we do these interviews and they bring up like yeah. childhood memories yeah. and stuff. I forgot
0: yeah. about the dilly bar. The dilly bar is good.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had a dilly bar. I'm pretty sure I've had it. Nope. All right, then we heard from Radio Bob McWilliams, episode 171. It's been a while for me, too, and he says, I've gotten so behind on the podcast, podcast listening time has been scarce for a while, but I am delighted that I heard the email from Kristen John LeBlanc, episode 176, about the culinary delight at DQ's in Nova Scotia. Now, some people will look down their noses and say that fried scallops and French fries are... Gauche. Gauche. <laughs> Not Roxy, I am sure, I think. Grin. But they are missing out on this delight, though I gather no cold beer at the DQ to wash down these tasty morsels. But hey, it's Canada. Maybe there is beer at DQ. How would I know? Hope all is well with you, and I enjoy listening when I can, though my interest in reality TV and the XFL rivals my interest in Tony's focus on gold And horse racing. (laughs) It is the testament to both podcasts that I enjoy and listening, even with these topics. And by the way, with the writer's strike, expect an explosion of reality, quote, unscripted shows this fall. Don't get too excited. By the way, those shows are indeed. Gauche. Very gauche. (laughs) Radio Bob McWilliams, episode 171.
0: Nice. All right. Then we heard from Steve Osbold, episode two.
1: Okay. This one was a little sad.
0: I know he says for the record I appreciate and realize that I am not worthy of my status as number two I do however embrace my role as the Tony Mandarich of the loyal littles surrounded by cool Aunt Claire Joe Arrow Eric Wandergan and preceding Jamie Julian the incomparable Robert Berg I am like the number two draft pick Mandarich Troy Aikman was <laughs> number one Barry Sanders number three Deion Sanders number four and Derek Thomas number five four hall of famers and one dope Steve Oswald episode two now come on Steve yeah
1: I mean that's not why we picked him number two I, obviously
0: I don't believe that first of all because everyone calls you Oz the Great and flavorful so that's like pretty that's pretty dope to yeah. me like dope cool dope not dope like oh you're dope
3: yeah
1: if I may say I remember how this all happened our second episode ever, Happened to be a Thanksgiving Day episode just because of when we started the podcast. So we thought, I thought I was being super clever and like, let's get a chef on the podcast. Now, other people, I put a general thing out there and I'll admit there were a couple other ones that people were mentioning that might have looked more attractive on paper because they had been on Top Chef and things like that. And now those people are, like, kind of begging to be on the podcast, (laughs) just saying. But, no, I'm glad we found Steve. Yes. His story was fantastic. All that stuff he was doing for the community during COVID. Yeah. And, hello, his barbecue sauce. We have to get that back in the rotation. That was a huge deal. So we need barbecue sauce, too. Yes. uh, That
0: was a huge deal. And so, Steve, you absolutely deserve the number two, and you are not Tony Mandarich. Yeah. As
1: a matter of fact, Karen Comiskey, she actually used her plug to plug steve osbold Mm -hmm. how many other littles do that or get that Mm -hmm. honor so you know what eat it (laughs) all right then we heard from kristen leblanc episode 176 speaking of one of the team's most popular player that has a radio show in columbus is jody shelley from yarmouth nova scotia my hometown played hockey against him as a kid Whoa, that's kind of cool that's cool all right roxy and then we must finish with this i i don't Uh oh. Well, I have some issue with it. I usually do when it comes to Ritz, but (laughs) let's play this first. For Ritz. (laughs) I know, right?
4: It's an event
2: of epic Loyal Littles proportions. This Thursday in New York City, it's Broadway Show League action Parade versus Some Like It Hot, a championship game rematch, Chuck versus Ritz. Tune into News Channel 12 for all the action, or better yet, come on out to beautiful Hexer Fields in Central Park. That's Parade against Some Like It Hot. This Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Be there.
1: Okay. So that's <laughs> great and all. And I guess this, <laughs> I just, I'm just i just saying he said a championship rematch. Yeah. That's like the farthest thing from it. First of all, Parade or Some Like It Hot weren't in the championship last year. Well, Two totally, completely different teams.
0: Meaning now, the team that Chuck is on versus the team okay. that Ritz
1: is on. I understand what he was saying, Chuck. I, I just want to make sure it's very clear when they whip us this coming week that oh, it's no. a totally different team. <laughs> like, we don't have our team that we had when Moulin Rouge, or come from Moulin, I think is what we were called, because yep. it was a combination, when we kicked their butts in yep. the championship. So, yep. this is a different deal. He might have the same team. We don't. They so might
0: not have the same team, though. Oh, no, they have
1: a good team. They have a good team. I mean, we have a better record right now. I believe they're 3-1, and, and we're 4-0. Oh, oh, okay. But... That's because they ran into that buzzsaw that is Aladdin.
0: Yes. Aladdin's a good team to shoot. No, there you got to
1: watch out for them. All right, we've lost everyone on this podcast. So <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Thank you Robbie Hayes for coming on to meet the Littles. And a big thank you to Bill Isaacson and his lovely wife, Sophia. Yes. And Claire Natola, number one. Bill Isaacson, episode 60, by the way, for coming on to do our little fun newlywed dating game, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. We really appreciate Bill coming on. It seems like hopefully that'll be a tradition. Yeah,
0: I love this. And maybe mm-hmm. what we
1: can do is get another Littles couple next yeah. time or something That'd like that. That'd be fun. And maybe there'll be prizes involved. Ooh. we have prizes to give away. What so if we
0: win, though? We give ourselves our own prizes? Sure. We'll take the prize. No, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe there's, I don't what know, do I they call I those, parting I prizes, parting gifts for people who go on these game shows but don't win, but they always oh, have, like, oh, yeah. we have some nice parting gifts for you. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's a, a, a miniature Check bag Check Check on receipts. Well, it's a miniature bag of Albanese gummies, It but might be
0: a car. Yeah, it might... Who knows? Uh, it's
1: not a car. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> All right, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: Go to our website, LoyalLittlesPod.com. Everything you need is right over there.
1: Especially the tab that says
0: jingle fest 2023
1: make sure you go there for all the information we didn't plow through that again this episode we'll remind you in another episode but make sure you go there all the schedule for all the days starting with wednesday 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 through saturday Saturday. and probably falling into sunday probably when people leave so it's all there make sure you make your reservations make sure you use the code when you call the hotel or go online all that stuff and as always if you need a book
0: Go to aaronsbooks.com.
1: And make sure in the comment section
0: you use the code
1: LLPOD. Bye.
0: Hey, you can't lead the witness.
2: Uh, well, I, I saw things in that room that cannot be unseen.
3: You wake up in the morning and you're half asleep. The first thing you say It's not I love you, that'd be okay, okay. I get romantic and you softly say only one word. And half asleep you simply say coffee, coffee. Americano, macchiato, dark roast, blonde roast, light roast, piece of toast, oat milk, goat milk, apple crisp, almond twist One more Half and half decaf, vent grande, caramel, coconut, cotton candy, latte, espresso, kiss, temp, short and tall, It's a real long list for us Uh I think we need more time Uh Could you repeat the list One more time One more time Cappuccino, Frappuccino, Americana, Macchiata Dark roast, blonde roast, light roast, piece of toast Loyal
0: Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Lewis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles
6: Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. He came over and he signed my harmonica.
4: Oh, yeah.